0: hey guys welcome to everyday alchemy I'm your host Terry alongside of me you will also be hearing from my community and other everyday people just like you sharing their stories tools and magic to help expand your consciousness and alchemize your life ah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Everyday Alchemy. So last week I touched briefly on what it means to have true balance in our lives. How it is not doing a whole lot of one thing and then a whole lot of another thing, you know, going from one extreme to another. As doing that like any actions or thoughts or feelings of an extreme degree, is usually motivated or is driven by a fear of some kind. And if we've been operating in this way unconsciously in our lives for a while, you know, without being conscious of it, then we usually will then manifest some sort of event or experience that will bring about more balance for us. Things like, I don't know, an injury or maybe losing our job. Whatever it is that manifests will usually slow us down so that we can start to reassess any overdoing or any extreme actions or emotions or thoughts that we've been having. Or to reassess whether we actually want to go about our lives or do things in the way that we have been doing them. You know, just to see where it is that we've been too extreme or to see where it is we have been overgiving or overdoing in some way or if we have any uh, lower vibrational emotions or dislike or hate of doing something. And yeah, just gives us the opportunity to then make different choices that are more in alignment with what it is that we want or that's more in alignment with balance Now, not only is this true for our own individual personal lives, this is also what happens for the collective too, where larger events and timelines manifest in order to bring about more balance for the collective. So let me dive deeper into this notion and explain why and how it is that this happens. Now, first off, I want to talk about the collective consciousness or also known as unity consciousness or universal consciousness. So each and every person in the world has their own frequencies and their own consciousness, their own energies that is at the energetic root of all of the thoughts that we have, all of the beliefs that we have, the feelings that we feel and the actions or inactions that we take. Now, all of these things create a certain frequency within our physical and energetic bodies. And as we know, this is how we match with or manifest certain things in our lives based off of our own energetic frequencies. And things manifest into our lives based off of our most dominant or strongest frequencies. And how our energetic frequency becomes dominant is from where it is that we are putting the majority of our thoughts, feelings, actions, and inactions. So this is what I call our focus. So the thoughts that we have, the feelings that we have, the actions that we take or don't take is what makes up and creates our frequencies in our energetic bodies, So keyword is the majority, not each and every single one will constantly change your frequency. It's the majority of them. So just as much as our human minds have an individual consciousness that is shaped by our personal experiences and our beliefs and thoughts, feelings and actions, each of our own individual consciousness also makes up and feeds into the universal collective consciousness. It's like one big pool or field full of all of our individual consciousness that influences and manifests experiences into our collective reality. So essentially, our energies, our frequencies are actually all one and are interconnected into this um, collective field of consciousness. So, we are more than just our physical bodies, our meat suits. We are interconnected with one another on an energetic level. We are all a part of the same greater reality. Now, there's been some very interesting research that's been done on collective consciousness by a research group of international scientists, and it's called the Global Consciousness Project. And I've linked their website in the show notes if you want to do more reading or research into all of the different projects and studies they've done. But the research conducted proves that humanity exists as a collective consciousness, that we are all interconnected with one another. Now, the project created a network of dozens of random number generators distributed in different locations all around the world. So they collect data continuously from these global networks of physical random number generators. And yeah, there's about, I don't know, 70 different host sites that are all around the world at any given time. And the data is then transmitted to a central archive. Now, their intention is to examine subtle correlations that may reflect the presence and activity of consciousness in the world they hypothesized that there will be structure in what should be random data that's associated with major global events that engage our minds and hearts. So for example, during the September 11 attacks, there, in some of the data that they collected, there were statistically significant changes in the randomness and coherence that was detected in the random number generators. The chances of this being just a coincidence, by the way, was calculated to be one in a hundred billion. In the last 20 years, the project has documented over 50 of these global events that triggered significant changes in these number generators. So basically, when human consciousness becomes coherent, or in other words, unified, the behavior of these random systems change. The random number generators... Are based off of quantum tunneling and produce completely unpredictable sequences of zeros and ones. But when a great event synchronizes the feelings of millions of people, the network of these random number generators becomes subtly structured. It's super interesting. Now, we also know that physicists are learning that non local consciousness influences quantum particles, regardless of their distance in time or space. So, could it be that these recorded changes and coherence in the collective consciousness influences quantum particles, possibly influencing certain global phenomena or events to manifest? You see, just like we experience and witness in our own individual lives where things manifest that ultimately bring about more of a balance to our extreme actions, so do collective or global events manifest to bring about more balance for the collective. Now let's use the recent wildfires that have been happening here in BC in Canada this summer. Thousands of people were and still are being displaced or have lost their homes due to these out-of-control wildfires. Now, there are many different physical reality factors that have contributed to these devastating fires. But I've been curious to know what collective energies have also contributed to this collective manifestation. And now just a heads up, what I'm about to share may be a little bit triggering for some to hear and, you know, it's quite a sensitive topic for some as many still are being affected. And I'm not suggesting that it it's their fault of any kind in any way whatsoever that these wildfire events have manifested. You know, it's it's, to be honest, just devastating to experience this kind of threat. And I know this as I grew up in wildfire country in Australia where... We had to actively defend our home from fires on several occasions. So I, I truly understand how traumatic and devastating these um, events are. but I just in this episode, I'm just exploring and questioning whether large events like wildfires or floods or earthquakes or any other major events could also serve as an opportunity for healing too. Now, there has been a divide in these areas. That have been affected by the wildfires within each of the communities that are affected in the areas. There has been so much drastic change over the past few years with people leaving the city and moving into these areas. This has brought a lot of sudden changes. All of these different people, different lifestyle choices, different socioeconomic backgrounds, different cultures, not to mention the influx of tourism that these areas have seen too, then, of course, you know, with this sudden influx comes a strain on the resources and systems in the areas. So the medical system, the schooling systems, changes in the access to resources like food and other necessities. There's been all sorts of changes in a relatively short amount of time. And these really fast changes and strains on the resources and systems of the areas have created almost like a divide in the community, a divide in the community that, you know, have been there for many years or even generations, and then those who are newcomers or are tourists. There's almost a sense of loss of home or loss of community or loss of the way things were. And then, you know, for those newcomers or tourists, there's a search for community or a search for a sense of home or a search for belonging somewhere. And this divide in people and the old-timers and the newcomers, they're also being faced with this sudden change of lack of resources and updated systems and structures, right? And so could it be that this divide in The thoughts and the feelings and the actions or inactions between all of the individual people is what's contributed to the collective consciousness in those areas. Where the collective consciousness then contributed to the manifestation of these wildfires, manifesting the actual physical reality of displacement, of loss of community or loss of home and the community physically being divided by fleeing these areas. And in these wildfire events, as awful and traumatic and devastating as they are, there is also the equal and opposite energies that are also present too. For example, many communities have opened up their homes to the displaced people. Their time and effort in helping to defend other people's homes or land. Uh, Many communities have donated money, resources, food, medical supplies to those communities in need. So there is the manifestation of a sense of home and community and belonging that is also there, too. You know, you can even think about. You know, even these outdated systems and structures have also been exposed, right? Like it's now being discussed and has been witnessed by those affected where the government and the municipalities have failed or could do better in their current firefighting strategies and systems and resources and knowledge. Hence, providing the opportunity to do better, create better, to evolve, to keep up with how much these communities, resource access, land and climates have evolved. Now, this quote unquote other side to the coin does not, however, take away or diminish the fact that these people and communities and animals and lands have been traumatized. Their voices on their traumatic experiences need to be heard and validated. And then actions to do better and create better systems need to be formulated. So in all traumatic situations or global events that occur, as devastating, shocking and traumatizing as they are, it's also important to remind ourselves of the equal and opposite energies that are also Present. I'm not saying to not acknowledge the devastation and the negative side of it, but to also slowly introduce yourself, choose a new perspective to allow in the equal and opposite energies that are also present. You know, in a time of feeling powerless against these global manifestations, what we can do to regain our power is to choose where we want to place our focus. This was something that I was actively doing throughout the whole global manifestation of COVID. Regain your power by remembering that this can help to change and alter what collectively manifests in the future. What we choose to focus on creates our reality so the more that each individual person chooses to introduce the new focus of what is working or what is an opportunity or what is positive the more that we choose to shift our focus and also equally see these opposite energies to this devastation well then the more that it contributes to the collective consciousness and what manifests from it. You know, we all emerge from source consciousness from the one. So to me, it really is no surprise that we are all one and connected globally too on an energetic level via the collective consciousness. And our outer world is a reflection of the inner world, our inner world. So we are all interconnected so in order to create change in this world where awakening is needed and is happening we ourselves first must awaken and look within look to where our focus is stemming from is the majority of our focus stemming from love or is it stemming from fear Are the majority of your thoughts, feelings, words, actions or inactions motivated from a fear of some kind or a lack of some kind? Or is it motivated from love and creativity and passion? By each and every one of us becoming aware of this and embodying this, we are affecting the collective consciousness and what manifests. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening in. As always, please feel free to share this with anyone that you intuitively feel called to share it with others time. Have a really great week. Bye. Well, that's it for today, guys. And if you like today's episode, please like and follow us on our socials share this podcast with friends and why not leave this podcast a review. Oh and hang out next for a minute if you want some high vibe laughs. I, why couldn't the bike stand up? It was too tired. Oh, I used to hate facial hair but then it grew on me. <laughs> Making mirrors is a job I can really see myself doing.